Help I Got a Mac podcast episode number 76. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Help I Got a Mac podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. And we are here this week to give you our review of all of the Apple announcements given earlier today at WWDC 2009. Oh, man, it was a big day for us Apple fans. It was a huge day, although, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little torn. I'm a little torn on some of the announcements. And uh, well, let's let's uh, let's let's dive right in them. Okay, well, let's go ahead. Where do you want to begin? Because um, the the one that was the most exciting to me is one of the applications that was announced. I guess I just asked you where you want to start, and I like totally led into something. Well, let's let, let's let's go to the applications in a little bit because that, that's right. more iPhone. But let's first go to the Mac. All right. And uh, the first big bit of news is that all the laptops have been updated. Um, all the MacBook Pros. And now the 13-inch aluminum MacBook is now a MacBook Pro. And they, they've lowered the prices across the board. The one thing they did do that was a little weird was they removed the Express uh, card slot, which really they found out no one's using it. I don't know anybody who uses that Express card slot and put in an SD slot in its place. I love the SD card slot. First of all, tell me what an Express slot is. Uh, it's an expansion port for laptops where you could plug in, uh, you, you would plug it into the side of, of the 15 inch or the 17 inch MacBook Pro, and it would add things like, you know, a, a special interface or uh, FireWire ports or something. It, not a lot of people used it. it most, most of the time, people used it for uh, those cell phone cards. Uh, you know, you could plug it into, this, into your Express slot and, and access your laptop over the cellular network, but a lot of the companies now have abandoned that and have just are just using USB. Now, I will tell you that no, they they haven't removed that on all of the MacBook Pros, right? Uh, no, they they well, they may still have it on the 17 inch. Let me check here real quick. I think that that's the important thing to note because I, you know, I was watching, I think three different streams of the WWDC announcements today. I had an audio stream where they were actually streaming the audio live and i was watching leo laporte and callie <laughs> lewis yeah it looks like the 17 inch still has the express card slot very cool so but I, I could just tell callie lewis was like oh my gosh they can't take that away and so she's obviously somebody who is using the the actual expansion slot and with that in mind i could see how some people would be a little bit up in arms and especially for me i'm a person who uses firewire to think that all of a sudden now they're they're making these machines with no firewire but all of a sudden this new one that has no expansion slot and they're adding an sd slot it now does that also have firewire yeah the 13 inch <laughs> uh, aluminum macbook pro now has firewire wow that is messed up it was, you, you kind of scratched your head because the Mac, the 13-inch MacBook, uh, the aluminum one, was kind of in this weird space. You know, it didn't have FireWire. Um, it, it didn't have any expansion slot. Now it's got an SD slot. It's got FireWire. It's cheaper. And uh, it's got that built-in battery. All the laptops now have that new uh, integrated battery, which, 
you know, might be for some people a deal breaker because some people like to carry fully charged battery packs with them, especially if they're traveling or, you know, if they're on a location where they can't get power, they'll take a couple batteries with them. With this, you can't do that now. Yeah, that would kind of stink for those people. But again, you know, I, I would think for a majority of the users, that's not going to be a, a problem, really. It, it probably isn't. I, I don't think for a majority of the users. But I, I can again, here's the thing. You, you do have people who have specific needs. And from what I understand, across the entire line, they've gotten rid of that option. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's still that way on the 999 MacBook. Um, it looks like on the cheap one, it, it still might be uh, a separate battery. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's good. Wait, which one did you say? The 19? The ni- the 999 the nine ni- uh, oh. MacBook. Uh, the, the but, one that's yeah, but somebody, the old somebody, MacBook. Somebody who's got four external batteries packed away, they don't have the 999 MacBook. Exactly, and really, the 999 MacBook uh, for the price is amazing. Uh, it comes with 500 gigs of storage, or you can up well, you can upgrade to 500 gigs of storage. It comes with a 160 gig hard drive, a fast core, uh, Intel Core 2 dual processor, good graphics card, and the price is pretty good too. So, gotcha. Well, I'm first of all, I'm a, I'm a huge SD card fan. So, I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. my favorite form of memory. It, it's small. It's easy to carry around. It's big enough that you don't lose it. Um, and and gosh, with the SDHC, the the high capacity. I mean, what are they getting into? Thirty two gigs now, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, we're going to talk about this somewhere in the end of this conversation. By the end of this conversation, if either you or somebody remembers, uh, reminds me if I forget. Uh, but I just bought a brand new computer that only has a sixteen gig hard drive, and I'll explain why when we get to that but i mean you could literally get on an sd card more memory than i have on this new laptop i just bought yeah oh yeah definitely so that's crazy anyway um so i mean (sighs) first of all why why the why do they call this the 13 inch macbook what makes it a pro now i mean what do they use as their determination (laughs) of of what is considered to be a quote-unquote mac Pro, I guess uh, it would be uh, the larger hard drive, the uh, SD card, the better battery, and the FireWire. Okay, so here's the deal. I could have purchased my 999 MacBook that has FireWire still. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it does have I, FireWire 400. I could, I could have, out of the box... Um, or not out of the box, but I could have at the store before I brought it home, asked mm-hmm. them to give me a hard drive that I don't know. What's it come with? What? what? 160. I, I could have asked them to give me a 160 gig hard drive. Correct. I could have up- upgraded to that. You No, it, can, it comes with 160. You could upgrade no, to 250. No, I'm talking about when I bought my MacBook but back before it was a MacBook oh, Pro. Oh, 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 oh. Well, you, you really can't upgrade the hard drives at the store, but you could online, absolutely. Okay, so basically, I, let's just say I upgrade that um, to, to 160 gigs. The only, and then, of course, I can go out, and for those who are watching on the, on the computer stream, I could go out for $14.99, get myself a little USB SD card reader, you know, with a retractable USB and plug it into the mm-hmm. side. And by golly, I got myself a MacBook Pro. Yeah, it. Th- there is not much difference between the 13-inch MacBook and the 13-inch MacBook Pro. 
what I'm getting at here is that I think that this is not a good move to rename that 13-inch MacBook a MacBook Pro. My my thinking behind it is, in my mind, as a consumer, I always thought the term Pro meant more processing power, more more oomph to it, it um, a, a, a definite... Uh, improved, drastically improved graphics card that would give me the ability to edit, you know, high definition video very well with everything. You, you see where I'm going with this? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and from what I'm understanding, there's not that much of a jump from what the MacBook 13 inch was before to what it is going to be, and now all of a sudden they're calling it a MacBook Pro. Yeah, I mean the processor speed on the uh, on the MacBook Pro is a little faster, but you know you're still limited up to four gigs of RAM on it. Um, yeah, I I agree. I mean, there's not a huge difference. Video cards the same. Uh, yeah, yeah. El Demo is in there. It says marketing. It says the Pros used to have a dedicated video memory. Now the 13 doesn't, and the 15 and 17 do. So all of a sudden, now when somebody says to Cl- to to me and says, "Hey, Cliff, I'm, I want to do a lot of uh, video podcasting. I'm, I'm getting serious about this, and I'm going to be doing uh, some wedding video photo- or uh, videography and stuff like that." Uh, and I'm going to be doing tons of this stuff. What kind of can I get a MacBook? No, you need to get a MacBook Pro. Oh, but by the way, make sure you get the right MacBook Pro because you want to get well, the MacBook the- Pro that has the uh, the the dedicated video memory. Because if you don't, then it's then Final Cut Pro doesn't run on it. No, Final Cut Pro will work on the NVIDIA GeForce 9400M. Okay, so is because it says on there it says it won't run with. I, I guess maybe it was just the Intel integrated. Yeah, the yeah the Intel integrated chips were awful. So they're gone now. Oh yeah, yeah, they're straight up Nvidia, and that ninety four hundred M, it basically it's its own graphics processor. It's just sharing the RAM, uh, so that's not a huge huge deal, especially if you load it up with four gigs. You know, and even two gigs, is, it's not going to be a big deal. Gotcha. All right, but, but what's but cool I about the fifteen and seventeen? It can it, the fifteen and seventeen have the same chip in it, but then they also have another graphics processor inside too, and they can run them in tandem. I still think they're just cheapening the brand, though. I, I think they they should have kept that the thirteen inch a MacBook and and the and the bigger ones the the Pro or, versions, or or put a better video card in it. And, yes, and, you know, yeah, and, and we may see that. This is a it, it's evolving. I think. I think I, you know a year from now it's going to be a, a much beefier system but no anyway, I, so it's, I agree I, I just I think okay. I, it's just the cheapening of the brand I think I, I think they could do a lot of damage to the brand over the next year while they're stepping it up uh, I don't know I, I, I don't know and it, does, <laughs> and, it and, I, and I will say that I am I personally I'm frustrated with my uh, my not understanding their decision to take the firewire out of one of these and then all of a sudden, in a new, updated, refreshed model of another one, they're putting the FireWire in. Yeah, that I, I don't know what the deal was with that. Maybe they needed to get them out and they didn't have the boards ready. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, another big thing that they announced was uh, Snow Leopard. They talked more about that, which was awesome. They, you and, know, uh, they, they did mention one thing about Snow Leopard that does interest me, that the upgrade is only $29. Yeah, if you've got if you've got a uh, ten point five right now, the update is twenty nine bucks, and that is awesome. 
I can handle that. For twenty nine dollars, I'll upgrade to the latest version of the OS. What yeah, does this? So now if you, go ahead. If you have Tiger, your option's going to be uh, to upgrade to Snow Leopard in what's called a, a bundle pack. I think it's one hundred and sixty nine dollars. You get Snow Leopard, and you also get iLife 09. Now they didn't address what happens if you've already got iLife 09 and you got Tiger. I don't know. I would say that you but, buy. Uh, don't they have like a just the full version for seventy nine or something like that? It'd be one. It, it or, might be one twenty nine or one twenty nine. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. They, they they didn't talk about that, but you know they really just hammered home. It was funny with the, when they did the the keynote. I didn't watch it yet. It's now posted on Apple dot com, but they had the one twenty nine price up there, and I guess the dollar the the, the one hundred dollar mark fell off, and the crowd just went crazy when it said for for twenty nine dollars. Yeah, that it which. Which to me really kind of like, you know, they, they threw the glove down to, to people who have Vista who have to pay to upgrade to Windows 7 that, hey, you know what, we're, we're, we, we, we improved our already good operating system, which was 10.5 to 10.6, and we're not going to charge people an arm and a leg, and there's only going to be one version, not 3,600 versions of, of the operating system like Windows. I have to tell you, folks, those of you who are listening right now, this is why I do like the Mac. Now... Uh, you guys have been listening for a long time. You know that I am not an Apple fanboy, and when I say this, I mean it. I if somebody asks me what kind of computer should I buy, I'm telling you these are the kind of things that say, make me want to say, "Go get yourself a Mac, a MacBook, or a MacBook Pro, or an iMac," because this mm-hmm. is the stuff that I think is important. I mean, you know, all those people who bought Vista. And or maybe they went ahead and upgraded to Vista and they paid, what is it, 100 and some odd dollars to do that? At least. And then all of a sudden, you know, that thing was a piece of crap. And then Windows 7 is going to come out. And how much are they going to have to choose to pay then? And then, of course, you know, are you getting that Vista Home Premium, Vista Home Basic, Vista whatever, whatever, you know, it means come on. You know, yeah. I'm I'm tech savvy, and I know as much about computers as I want to know. I mean, and and it doesn't take me anything to go out and investigate things. But I'll tell you what, there's just a part of me that has no desire to even want to figure out what the different options are and the different things are between the the operate the different versions of Windows. And if I'm that way, what about the people who have no clue and they don't know what they're buying? Oh yeah, absolutely. They're so confused. Yep. All right. So so anyway, I definitely like this, uh, and and I will be. Uh, you know, I've said in the past. You know, eighty nine dollars, seventy nine dollars. I'm not going to upgrade to Snow Leopard until, by golly, they give me something. You know, and I, there's a piece of software that absolutely requires it. Well, but for twenty nine dollars, I'm upgrading. Yeah, and the cool thing about about mac os 10 especially with with snow leopard they they kind of took they said okay we, we got 10.5 it's cool it's awesome let's make it better let's optimize it more let's let's add in all these cool features and it was you know such an upgrade that they, they need to charge something for it but what's cool about it is they're saying it's up to 45 percent faster because what they're doing is they're they're uh, all these new macs that that have the intel processors in them um, have multiple cores. So it's kind of like having a bunch of processors on one chip. And what they're doing is something called, um, oh, I just forgot what it was called. I think it's a Grand, Cent- Grand Central or something. Uh, anyway. Yeah, there's something well, called Grand Central. 
Grand, Grand Central. So what this does is it takes those applications that are on your Mac and allows them to take advantage of these of these multiple cores on that uh, on your chip. So it makes it faster. So they're saying you can get up to four. It's up to forty five percent faster. Another cool thing they're they're saying is that when you upgrade, you actually get six gigabytes back in space. Uh, Snow Leopard takes up less than half of this of, of the disk space of the previous version. So you get about six gigs back in freed space, which is pretty cool. Wow. And uh, it's you. Yeah, and it's using the power of of these these processors on these video cards that are on all these Macs are so powerful. And for the longest time, these operating systems they just used them for the graphics. They weren't utilizing the the video card power for other things, you know, to run programs and to do stuff like that. What's cool about Snow Leopard is it's going to take the power of your video card and kind of siphon that off because it's not using that the whole time. It's going to siphon a lot of those calculations off onto the video card because that processor is so fast so it yeah snow, snow leopard for the price and just in general is a huge uh upgrade it also supports a lot of exchange stuff so if your work place uses exchange you can now use exchange natively in the mail application and iCal and address book which is really really nice too that is cool all righty so that covers that oh what one little thing if you've got a power PC, you know, a G5, a G4, Snow Leopard will not work. This is where we're now seeing the transition to the OS only working on Intel processors. Ah. But if you buy a new Mac, you don't have to worry about that. Now, you just mentioned that because of the video card, it's going to run a lot faster. What about my MacBook that's sitting here that uses the, the uh, integrated Intel card? Probably not going to be able to take advantage of that. But it will take advantage of the multi-cores. Right. It will. It, the Grand Central will allow. Uh, it it basically, um, you know, it optimizes uh, your system to make use of the, of those chips better. Yeah. Now in the chat room, there's somebody in there that's that's uh, questioning why I would say that it's uh, you know that the difference in a hundred dollars in an upgrade would make the difference whether or not I would recommend a PC. That we're we're probably confusing, and and I can see how it could happen based upon what how I've shared things. But based upon previous conversations we've had over the last several weeks, and what I'm saying tonight, the I, what's going to make me want to upgrade today um, is the fact that it's only twenty nine dollars to the latest version of the operating system. If it was one twenty nine, I would not upgrade the Snow Leopard. Being that it's twenty nine dollars, I will. However, uh, so. It was- so, so what you're saying, uh, at, at least from the get-go, and this is how you were when, when you had Tiger, that there wasn't anything, that there wasn't a compelling enough reason for you to spend 129 to upgrade to the latest operating system. That is correct. Matter of fact, you know this, and, and the listeners know this, I did not upgrade to, to Leopard until probably almost eight or nine months after it was out, and, uh, and it wasn't, and the only reason... And, and I still say to this day, the only reason I upgraded was simply for the ScreenFlow application, that one application alone. So I paid $99 for that application plus the $129 to upgrade, and in my opinion, it was worth it for that software to upgrade. If, if it were not for ScreenFlow, I would still be operating under Tiger personally. But yeah. yes. Hey, t- Tiger was a great operating system. I, I think it's... You know, your computer doesn't stop working when they release a new operating system. Exactly. And and then the other thing is, now I did mention that it's because of things like this 
that make me want to say yes i'm going to tell you to get a pc so so there was there or i'm sorry to, to to get a mac over a pc i was already suggesting that most people get a mac over a pc for personal use uh, and this is and the fact that they're doing this upgrade of the operating system for twenty nine dollars is just yet an additional reason that says that makes me more confident and and more comfortable with the fact that that is my recommendation. So, oh, okay. so, so I hope sense. so I hope that kind of clarifies the the thing there. I've always been recommending, and in fact, that's why we're here. We're here for the Mac Switcher. Uh, now that being said. I will tell people that I do not always recommend getting a Mac. Uh, there are some people I still to this day say you need to get a Windows machine. Uh, now, mm-hmm. I would never if you ever hear me say you need to get a Vist machine, you need to like make sure that there's not been an alien invasion and that I've been uh, uh, cloned because I will never do that. But today, even today, I will tell you. I still tell some people what you need is a Windows XP machine, and I primarily oh, tell yeah, that, that to people who are who are into podcasting doing audio editing. Yeah, there, there's there's definitely going to be people who have a need over one or the other. Exactly, and that with that in my uh, here in my studio, I'm I'm looking at my Mac Mini, my MacBook, and my two Windows XP machines. <laughs> so, well, you got a balance then, so that's good. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, cool. so the next thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Please allow me to... Okay, so basically, let me... Go ahead. What, what's next on the on the agenda? I, I'm going to well, see what the, this uh, chat message is from sure. on Skype. Sure. The, the, the next thing was uh, they started talking about the iPhone 3.0 software. Uh, just some of the highlights from that is users will now be able to rent and purchase movies from the phone along with audiobooks. Um, MMS will be available from 29, 29 carriers at launch. Uh, noticeably AT&T was not on that list and a really the overarching message during the iPhone thing was these are all the cool things that it can do however AT&T is not doing them yet because AT&T is lame and not cool yeah um, the, the next thing tethering over Bluetooth and USB for Macs and PCs is also enabled with 22 carrier, carriers announcing support but again AT&T wasn't mentioned so Wait. they said it's coming and rumors have it that they're going to charge 70 bucks a month for tethering that's some of the prices we're hearing. Yeah. The one thing I do want to say about the MMS is that it's coming later. It's, it's going to be happening this summer is what they said. Now, one of the things I think that they – the reason why they didn't push it out is not because they don't have that ability because I think other phones have MMS ability through AT&T, don't they? Oh, every other phone does. Okay. So, so I think what it is is that the reason why they're saying it's going to be rolled out later this summer is so that they didn't have to skirt around – the fact that AT&T is probably going to charge an additional fee for the ability to do MMS. That's my own opinion. That's nothing. They better not. And, and the reason I'm, I'm saying this is because uh, if you get any text messaging plan through AT&T on any other phone, MMS is just part of it. Yep. And if they try to nickel and dime us for MMS on top of the text messages, you know what? When my contract's up... I'm probably going to switch to something else. Yeah, it's time. That, that's when it's time to take and unlock your phone and take it to another car- GSM carrier. Exactly. I'll switch to T-Mobile or, or AT&T here in Cincinnati. AT&T? I mean, uh, Cincinnati Bell. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. So, um, and then the tethering, definitely not worth 70 bucks a month. Although I will say, I would like to just say 
that I love the fact that the tethering is going to be available via Bluetooth and you don't have to configure any software and all of that oh, other yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, Apple's, Apple's oh. going to make it awesome. It's just I hope Hold on one second. It. Hold on one second. We just had some bad audio there. Go ahead, Chris. I said, uh... Nope. Yeah. Uh, nope. Hold on. I think my audio is still bad. Yeah, hold on. All right. All right, folks. I don't know what that was, but uh, we, we definitely got it all fixed. Uh, don't Yay. <laughs> So, so it, the the Skype gods were angry with us. I, yeah. w- what were we saying? I have no idea. Oh, uh, uh, tethering. Blue, tethering. The the fact that it's Bluetooth is cool. And the other thing is the HSD, what is it called? HSDPA? Yeah, there's something that's going to be 7.4 megabytes per second. So they they're already building that into the next version of the iPhone. Yeah, rumor has the the current chipset for the end. and we're going to talk more about this built-in obsolescence uh here in a minute but rumor has that the, the current iphone 3g chipset can already support this 7.4 hsdpa upgrade really yeah mm-hmm. yeah interesting but anyway yeah uh more features of 3.0 uh new and improved safari which uh, actually safari 4.0 came out today for windows and mac and i'm actually using it right now and it is a lot faster so the safari on the iphone is three times faster supports uh QuickTime, uh, HTTP streaming of audio and video. There's also autofill for forms and improved uh, HTML5 support. And uh, another cool feature for mobile me users is something called Find My iPhone. Yeah, I uh, saw this. This is interesting. Yeah, it, it, let's say you, you lost your iPhone. Uh, you know, you may have left it on the bus or whatever. It locates the iPhone on a map and it will also throw up a message on the phone. And even if the phone's set to like vibrate, it'll, it'll beep. And it'll say, hey, this is a lost iPhone. Call this number uh, and contact blah, blah, blah if you find it. Um, that's cool. And let's say you, know, you do that and you don't hear anybody call you back. You can also uh, remotely wipe the device. You can erase all the information on it. So that is pretty awesome. That is very awesome. But that's uh, only for users of mobile me. So Yeah, I mean, that, that's, you know, and, and I can, that's a total marketing thing for them. You know, oh that, yeah, that, that, they've got to justify the price of of mobile me. Yeah, and and the thing is, is you know, I don't, uh, now first of all, I don't I don't think that I'll I'll sign up for it. Although no. I wonder if I lost my phone, and then ha- is it something I wonder if you can add after the fact? That would be interesting to know. Oh, uh, that's a good question. Yeah, because I if I'm not mistaken, wouldn't this be sending it through push notifications or something like that? Probably. So I I would think that yeah maybe, right? Yeah, yeah. Vicky's asking if I turned the recorder back on, and I did. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so yeah. I I wonder. I wonder that. See, that's something I don't. That's not a feature that I would want right away. But boy, by golly, if I lost my iPhone, I'd be sending myself right over to uh, Mobile Me and signing up. Yeah. Now uh, they also did a big um, app store demo parade at a bunch of developers on stage and there was one in particular that i got excited about and apparently you got excited about and that's tom tom oh my goodness am i excited about this you know i have a gps in my car i have a garmin i've got a tom tom <laughs> and and you know and, and in my opinion it doesn't matter which one you have it, they're, nah, they're they all, all do the same thing they all pretty much do the same thing turn by turn directions and show you where you're on the map and and uh let you plot your routes and stuff like that and they speak to you in a really nice british accent if you want them to 
mm-hmm. which which is really cool. So I love having my GPS. The only thing is, though, is I don't like going out and buying all these maps all the time. Yeah. And I'm thinking that the iPhone is a great way, is a great platform. And in my opinion, is that, you know, instead of paying 70 bucks for the new set of maps every single year, that probably this will have something like a free update. Well, TomTom has free updates for the first year. You get your, you know, your GPS because I've got a a TomTom. Okay. And then it also allows uh, users to update things like, you know, if a route is under construction or or things like that. Um, I think that's probably what TomTom would do. Like for the first year, you get free updates. But then they'll utilize that really cool built-in update uh, for a fee, add features kind of thing into the software. Hmm. You but know, I, I think they'll, as long as they're they're careful on the pricing, I think they'll get a lot of people buy in on it. Yeah, I, and and that's the big question is, is what is the price going to be? Uh, they don't want to, you know, it's going to be a fine line. They don't want to cannibalize their hardware sales, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of iPhone users, and that's a lot of money they can make. I'm going to guess. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I I predict it's going to be between. Forty nine dollars and seventy dollars for this software. Yeah, it's I, not going to be a it's not going to be a twenty dollar app. No, I I would pay forty nine. I would not pay seventy nine. Yeah, because for seventy nine you can get an actual dedicated GPS. Yeah, but what was cool about this and this this just might be awesome to get. Anyway, the Tom 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 also had a really cool piece of hardware that you clip your phone into and it suction cups to the dashboard or to to the. Uh, you know, to your windshield, just like the TomTom does, and you can put your iPhone in it, and it plugs in so it doesn't kill your battery, and that's pretty awesome just by itself. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's what I'm thinking is is I would love to have it just for that because it'll it looks like it'll charge your phone. And also, uh, in the picture that I have in the uh, show notes there, there appears to be a uh, one-eighth-inch jack off to the side of that. Yeah, that's so you can charge it. No, I'm talking about oh, above oh, the charger. Oh, the audio jack. It looks oh. like there's an audio jack there so that you can actually, if you have like an auxiliary input. My assumption is that there, are they going to put in, because they mentioned something about the ability to to play the uh, your music through your stereo. So I'm assuming they're building in some kind of FM transmitter into that that cradle. Either FM tra- or, or just a, an, a line out so you can plug it into your stereo system ah, in your car. That makes sense. And, and that would be cool. You know, you're listening to your music, the music you know fades down and, and and you know that nice lady that on the tom tom says turn left onto the motorway you yeah. know that's gonna be hot man and here's the thing i think this is just the first company that's gonna come out with this there was a company uh called dash that had a really really cool uh gps phone that used cell phone signals where if i had a dash and i saw that uh, in cincinnati there was a wreck and if I, I touch the touch the dash screen and put in a wreck here, it would update every other user who has a dash GPS that hey, there's now a wreck here. Yeah. And I think I and Dash recently announced that they were gonna stop selling hardware and they were just gonna do software for GPS manufacturers. I could see them easily coming out with an iPhone application uh, that does the same thing that utilizes the cell phone, you know, the internet connection. I, I think this you know, Tom Tom's the first one to publicly say it, but I think a year from now there's gonna be all sorts of, of companies that are going to have these awesome turn-by-turn directions. I would love to see that. I'd love to see some uh, competition in this space. And I, I would love to see a Garmin come in here and, and a bunch of other ones. That way it will drive prices down, I do believe. 
the other thing I'd like to see in these in this application is is like uh, up to the and because we have a cellular signal, you could get up to the minute gas prices. So you know, you oh go, yeah, you go to your point of uh, point of interest, and it says, okay, here are the gas stations with you know the the next twenty gas stations uh, closest to the furthest away. And here's the current price right next to the, you know, to the name of the gas station. Yep. And uh, weather and traffic. Yeah, this is this is going to be super awesome. I'm excited about this. Um, Me too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and here's here's the little thing. I don't know if you know this or not, but if you have more than one iPhone um, plugged into the same iTunes, when you buy applications, it installs them on both. Are you aware of that? I'm not because I've only got one iPhone. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, the the thing is, is that Stephanie, whenever I buy an application and sync, uh, it automatically syncs onto both of our iPhones. So I'm wondering if there, if this will do the same thing. You know, when I put it on, when I buy this for forty nine dollars, I wonder if it's going to show up both on mine and on Stephanie's iPhones. That'd be pretty sweet if it does. It's so far there has not been an application where that's not the case yet. Yeah, and now in, the three- including Amazon Kindle, by the way, which when I buy the books, um, they're on both of our iPhones. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Exactly. So now the uh, iPhone 3.0 software uh, will be available to download. I think they said on the 17th. So that is a week from Wednesday. That's not too far away. I'm excited. I, I wonder if that's when TomTom's coming out. I don't know. uh, It said coming out soon. Um, And uh, just so you know that uh, those with iPod touches, it will be a $10 upgrade, which isn't bad. And uh, iPhones, of course, can upgrade for free. Uh, Developers right now have the uh, iPhone 3.0 software Gold Master, which means it's basically the same software that everybody's going to get next week. And I'm actually just finishing uh, the install of all my applications for the new iPhone 3.0 Gold Master. So I'll give you a full report next week on how it is. So far, I've been running three, and it's been great. So um, excited. Yeah, everybody, it, it's going to be fun next week. Everybody's going to have their cool iPhone 3.0 software, which comes with a lot of cool new features. So can't wait. Exactly. Now, before we get to the new iPhone, um, I do want to mention that there was one other app- application that they showed today that... I'm going to have to check out. Um, it says Apple just announced Scroll Motion's Iceberg in-app uh, bookstore for the iPhone. It's going to host, oh yeah, I saw that host more than 500 bestsellers, including um, Stephanie Miller's Twilight, which, I, if I'm not mistaken, is I think that one's not in Amazon. I think they also do magazines too. Yeah, 50 major magazines and 170 daily papers. With a total over total of over one million books at launch, and Good. here's the thing: right now, the Kindle only has two hundred and fifty thousand books. Hey, like we always say, man, competition is a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, talk about. And by the way, they're saying in the chat room, it's Stephanie Meyer, not Meyer. So I do apologize. Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't either. <laughs> Stephanie would know. But anyway, uh, iPhone 3GS. The S stands for super speed. I don't know. I, think I guess it, speed. Yeah, I think it's for speed. A uh, couple things about this. We, number one, we get a much improved camera. Three megapixel camera with autofocus, auto um, white balance, and, and all this other great stuff. Yeah, but 
3.0 still is pretty. I mean, it, you know what? This is 2009. You know, I agree. cameras, f- phones in 2004 already had this. So, I mean, I, I think it should have been five, if not eight megapixel. I, I, I was just me. That's just me going, be, being the guy who's not going to buy one, you know, until next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I still think it's a, it's a great improvement, especially I, as long as what they're saying. And of course, it's all marketing hype at this point. But if it improves the quality of the images above and beyond what it has now, I'm going to be cool with that. Um, I yeah, do and the love fact the, that it's auto-focusing, it's awesome. Yeah, and I understand that they also have this touch to focus so that if you're doing a picture with somebody, you know, taking a picture of something and you want to kind of, kind of blur what's up close but you want to kind of focus in on the person in the background to a little bit, you know, a little bit on the right, you can click on that person and that's where the, the focus will go to. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Uh, biggest thing, though, and this is what makes an iPhone 3GS worth buying right here. Video. Yeah, video, and you can even edit it a little bit, which is pretty sweet. Yes, indeed. 640 by 480 resolution, 30 pr- frames per second. Yeah, uh, that's better than I think that's better than a flip camera. So that is pretty darn awesome. I, I love that. I, the only thing I'm upset about is the fact that that's not going to be. It doesn't sound like that's going to be available for the 3G users. So this that sounds no. to me like it's going to be something you have to upgrade to the 3GS to get that cam- yeah, the and, video ability. And that's just probably because the camera's refresh rate is a lot higher. Now the one thing that, that that's new uh, that I think could be on the 3G, but they choose not to, and that's a, about the whole uh, op. You know, engineered uh you know uh, being artificially obsolete is voice control i am i am ste i am really upset about the voice control yeah um now you can uh you can say you know play Coldplay, and then all of a sudden they'll start playing Coldplay or, or call cliff and it'll call it'll call you and there's to me there's absolutely no reason why the existing iphone 3g cannot do this mm-hmm and it's just, it's one of those things that I, you know, I guess they got to make enough differences to convince people to upgrade. I don't know. I don't know. A built in digital compass, uh, you know, I mean, okay. <laughs> but I, I can see for geocachers, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, um, if you're in the middle of the woods, yeah, you, you need to know where you are. But yeah, that's pretty cool. I think uh, if the, I was in uh, the middle of the woods, I'd take a compass with me. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, or a dedicated GPS. Exactly. Uh, spotlight search that is across the board you know that's not uh 3gs specific uh the one thing that is uh 3gs specific is it's faster uh a lot of apps and things load twice as fast um you know it launches apps faster launches web pages faster so it must have a faster processor and more more ram in there i don't know where this is going to be i don't know if it's going to cause an issue like when you buy an application it's going to say must require the 3gs over the original iphone or the iphone 3g that's going to be kind of a pain in the butt if that's the case yeah mary's in the chat room she says chris if you still had the original iphone like her would you consider getting the new one absolutely yes there's no question if if, if you've got the one that, that came out you know two years ago uh, and, and here's the thing: anybody who's got the original iPhone that, that came out on Edge and you had to spend, you know, five or six hundred dollars to get, you can get the new iPhone 3GS for either one ninety nine 
or two ninety nine, you know, for sixteen or thirty two gig, uh, or you can get the original iPhone three G for ninety nine dollars, which is a huge uh, deal. I mean, a lot of people are just gonna, you know, that's gonna bring a lot of customers in just because it's ninety nine dollars. Well, here's the deal: the hasn't the old three G been available for ninety nine dollars for quite some time now? Refurb, and it was from AT and T only. Oh, okay, okay. I had so yeah, I heard, so, heard about that at like Walmart or something. No, no, no. So now, yeah, a $99 8 gig iPhone, I think is a good thing. And that's available right now. The iPhone 3G, I think will be available next Friday, the new, the new 3GS. But, uh, here's the thing. If you have an iPhone 3G right now, Uh you, you can, you can upgrade, but it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you according to the fine print. It's going to cost you if you want to upgrade it. Uh, from another phone or replace the, the iPhone 3G, the price of the new two-year agreement is $499 for the 8 gig, $599 for the 16 gig, or $699 for the 32 gig. And the reason that is, is when you got the iPhone 3G, you agreed to a two-year agreement. Now, when the first iPhone came out, the phones were already that much. AT&T uh, wasn't, you know, they, they, didn't, they didn't pay Apple X amount of dollars for the phone. They, they gave Apple what X amount of dollars for the uh, phone contract. You know, every, every time you're on, they give them $10 a, year, a month or something. Right. Um, the reason these phones are $99, $199, $299 is that, is that AT&T uh, is, is eating the cost of those phones because they're going to make it up in the two years. And that's why the, uh, the 3G was so cheap. Now, you'll be eligible to upgrade for the $199 and $299 price once you reach 18 months, and that's going to be in December for everybody that bought the iPhone 3G when they came out last year. Gotcha. So wait, I'm, I'm obviously, I got my iPhone 3G in December. I am going to probably get iPhone 3G S2, you know, whenever that comes out in a few years. So yeah, here's, here's my dilemma. Um, Stephanie's got the original iPhone. Okay. And and so therefore, for her to upgrade, it would only be you know we whatever these prices are the one ninety nine or the two ninety nine. Uh, I would always go to the the smaller route. I mean, it, sixteen gigs is already double what I have now, which is eight. So not a big. You know deal. what? I, I I still have plenty of space on I, on my iPhone. I'm I've synced almost everything I have now, and I still have about three gigs free. Yeah. The only thing is, though, is I'm thinking video. Hmm. You know. Video is going to take up some sp- some space, but you're going to have a 16 or a 32. So exactly, exactly. So here's the situation: Stephanie uh, definitely wants a new iPhone, and she's not interested in hand me downs. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I so want to give her my 3G, which is far superior to what she has now, and then me have this. But I don't know if she's going to let me have that. That. I don't know. I don't think that's a big deal. I mean, it's well, you don't know. It's my, not like you're giving her. It's not like you're giving her the edge phone. My my wife has has always gotten the him. Well, that's true. I, when we got her her iPhone, we we did get her a brand new iPhone. So, but anyway, that she's she, uh, we'll see we'll see because I, so far, if I'm looking at all the stuff, the differences in the three G. I mean, what what are we looking at? Number faster, which I mean, she's already going to be doubling her speed going from the edge or from the original to the three G. So yeah, that, this is more like launching applications and stuff. It's going to be twice as fast. Yeah. and and so the only thing is, is like you know what what does this new one have other than the video? 
that is really i mean what is there anything else other than the video in this 3gs that to me and, the, and the, the better camera yeah to, to me there there's two uh one and, is the the hands-free i think that's huge i okay. i would love if the 3g had that the other one it looks like they put the nike uh dongle built in inside now so if you have one of those nike plus kits you don't have to use um you know your iPhone, your 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 Nano or your iPod Touch. The iPhone 3GS now has the Nike stuff built in, which yeah. to me, again, I don't think there's any reason why they couldn't have done it in the 3G phone. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to talk to her, see what she says. But you know, the thing is, is it may end up that Stephanie ends up getting a better phone than me. I don't know. Yeah, if but I'll, all, all those people with, uh, with iPhone 3Gs, you know, what? I would wait. Ne- it's pretty much like clockwork now. Next year, Apple's going to have a new phone in, in, in June. So, you know, maybe, maybe what you do is you skip every other phone. You skip that on the Edge, so you got the 3G. Skip out on the 3GS and get the 4G or whatever it's going to be called now. And then and you, you never know. By then, they might be on a better carrier. Yeah. Well, we definitely did not hear about all those rumors that were, you know, about Verizon. That was Verizon's name did not come up anywhere in there today. Yeah, no, no Verizon, no, no Steve, no Steve kind either. Of a, I wanted Steve to come out like holding two hamburgers and an, and a tablet, which we didn't hear about. <laughs> I, I think holding two I think, hamburgers. I think Steve. I think if Apple's going to come out with a netbook or a tablet or iBook or whatever it's going to be called, I think Steve's going to be the one that's going to announce that, and it'll probably be a special event in, in in a few months. Yeah. Very cool, man. Um, oh, by the way, I just want to say that um, just like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I did get myself a new piece of technology, a new computer for the studio, and it's not a Mac. What'd you get? What'd you get? I got an Asus. Uh, what is that called? A triple E PC. Oh, you got. Oh, those are nice. Oh, dude. I tell you, I, w- I could not believe that. First of all, people have been wondering, of course, no, you know, we have the Skype ability. Nobody requested to come in on via via Skype for the show, but we can now take Skype calls again uh, in, in our live shows when I have this set up because uh, the reason we couldn't do it before was because I had two of my monitors blew out and I was switching to, to be able to control the one PC that I had that was dedicated to Skype. I had to switch between the hit the source button on the monitor so that it would take me away from my production machine, which is where my show notes are and which is where my access to the chat room is and everything like that. And I'd have to switch back to go get connected to you via Skype. And so if people were to request to bring, come into the show, I wouldn't be able to see their requests so mm-hmm. w- without the additional monitor. So I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? I want to really have this ability to take in Skype calls especially for people overseas and stuff like that. And, and it brings in a better audio quality for those who have the capability to come in via Skype. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, it's time to break down. I need to go get a new monitor. And, you know, a new monitor, a decent new monitor is about 200 bucks. Well, yeah. I, I'm sitting there. I'm on my way. And it's like, you know what? I've, I've been looking, kind of eyeing these, you know, these netbooks. And they are running about 299 And so it's like $100 more. And I would have a whole computer, and I and oh, and, oh you got the you got a netbook, yes. Oh, I thought you got because the EPC uh, no, is no. made by Asus, but there's the EPC desktop and the EPC netbook. Yeah, this is the EPC netbook. Oh, I'm so jealous. It, it is. Uh, it, well, here's the thing. I thought it was you know 100 bucks more. I would go and get it, and the only th- and now if it had Vista, I wouldn't have bought it. But these yeah, things well, are selling with XP out you know in the box. 
Yeah, because that's the only operating Windows operating system that'll run on those. Uh, Vista's too bloated now. Windows Seven apparently runs awesome on them, um, and, or you can get them with Linux too. In the chat room, they're saying show it off, and so here I am holding it up. My little hold on, I, my my video is is turned off. I want to play it. I want to oh, see. Okay, it. so basically, uh, my kids call this my Barbie laptop because <laughs> <laughs> it's super tiny, man. It is super tiny. Is it an eight eight inch screen? It I don't know to be honest with you. All I cared about is that it had. Um, a microphone input and a speaker output jack. Yeah, they're they're neat, man. They ever have these little Intel Atom processors in them, and actually, you could hack it and put OS ten on it if you wanted to. So, so here's here's the situation. I want to tell you that I I figured you know it might be a hundred dollars more. I go to Best Buy to pick it up. Two forty nine. Nice. Two forty nine. And uh, I will tell you, I could never. First of all, the keyboard is. Uh, they try to make it as full full keyboard as possible, but it's it's really shrunk. And um, I will tell you, I, there's no way I'd get used to typing on this thing. And I'm so yeah. glad. But but here's what I do. I've, I've got um, what's it called? Synergy installed. So I yeah, can. Synergy is awesome. I control it, you know, with the uh, with Synergy from my regular keyboard and mouse, which it makes it kind of nice. But anyway. It's got uh they had two versions. They had a 160 gigabyte hard drive version uh which they were out of stock on and they had a 16 gigabyte solid state hard drive. And so I got the 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 one that was in stock which was a 6 so it's got a 16 gigabyte solid state drive. And I will tell you the solid state drive it 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 runs a little faster. Oh yeah, it's well there's no moving parts. Yeah, and it's So quiet. Now how much free space Oh yeah, how much free space did you have after uh, installing your apps and stuff. Well, first of all, let me tell you what I installed. Um, I installed AVG antivirus because that's the first mm-hmm. thing I always install. I, after oh, yeah. after really? I went into add remove programs and removed anything <laughs> that was Symantec and, and all that other junk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's junk. So I went and removed all that stuff, installed AVG antivirus. I installed Firefox and my Firefox plugins, uh, which is basically you know my bookmark syncing software. And then yeah. I installed Skype and Synergy. Those are the those are the programs I installed. That's all I plan on installing on it. And okay. so I'm pulling up my hard drive right now, and I'm right clicking and doing properties. I still I have four point two. Let's see, no three point nine eight gigs used. I have eleven gigs free. Now, does that have an SD slot on it? It does not. They have some other ones okay. that do have that, but this one does not. Although it's got a USB, dro- you know, p- ports on both sides. Yeah, and so, so I, I, yeah, because if it had a, an SD slot, that would that would be great to put like a 32 gig chip in there, and then you could just store your your data on there. Yeah, and, and well, it's pretty. The, and the fact is, is I'm I still sorry. can plug in a thumb drive because it, it stays oh, yeah. here. I mean, it, this isn't a laptop I'm going to be taking places. I bought, believe this or not, I, I bought it for the purpose of Skype and Skype alone. Yeah, man, for two forty nine, that's even if you just, I don't know, and it's a monitor. Yeah, yeah, you know? and it's a monitor. <laughs> it's, it's, wow! It, I, I, now I'm able to see. You know, if somebody was to send me a chat message via Skype right now and say, "Hey, Cliff, I'd like to add this to the conversation." Then I could right click on their name, and invite to conference, and it, and it rings them up and brings them into our call. Yeah. Now there's there's a really cool uh, if you like to play with with different operating systems, and I'm I'm kind of a, a giant nerd, so I do. There is uh, a, a netbook based uh, operating system. It's Linux, but it's a distribution made by Intel that they've given to the community called Moblin, 
and apparently it's pretty cool. And I've seen uh, screenshots. If you go to Moblin, M-O-B-L-I-N dot org, uh, and check it out, it it seems like a pretty cool. It's more of an appliance based OS uh, where it has you know your your messages, and you can look at things like um, Skype and and Firefox and stuff. But yeah, these netbooks are awesome. They're apparently these manufacturers are just selling tons of them, just because you know with the, with the economy and people want a laptop and really. For doing a lot of what people do, which is basically spend their time on the internet, you know, their browser basically holds all their applications now. These netbooks run great. So, yeah, yeah, I, now, I, I am a big netbook fan. There's a couple things I want to say about the netbook purchasing out there. Number one, I look for one with Windows XP because they don't. I don't think they all have XP. Um, no, some of them have Linux. Yeah, and so uh, I, I like the ones with Windows XP. Um, mm-hmm. There were some other ones there that Best Buy had a similar price range between two forty nine and two ninety nine. Um, some of them did not have the microphone input or the line input. And I'm gonna <laughs> excuse me. I had to sneeze. <laughs> anyway, um, some of them did not have the microphone input. They only had the headphones jack. Now that that wasn't going to be a deal breaker completely for me because I could always plug in a little twenty dollar USB interface which mm-hmm. um which gives me the the jacks and everything so it wasn't going to be a deal breaker but i did like the fact that this one did have it built in so i didn't have a a dongle hanging off the side it's also got a camera built in too doesn't it it has a webcam and mic built in <laughs> and it and it actually looks pretty decent it's so awesome man for 249 i mean for the price of an ipod touch yep and here's you the, can have a, a pretty much full feature computer with itunes and carrying your entire library with you exactly no doubt <laughs> And so, yeah, it, it, it's, it's pretty decent. I like it a lot. Um, I would not carry it around as my mobile computing thing simply because I, I, would, I would almost hate composing an email on it as much as I do on my iPhone. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I've, I've talked about wanting to get a netbook. Um, and you know what? The, the more I think about it, it's like, man, they're cool to have. I would probably you know, tinker with it and put OS ten on it and stuff. But then I look at my iPhone and it's like, wow, uh, you know, this does 99% of what that does, at least for me, you know, why not just use my iPhone? That and it's connected to the internet all the time. Yep. Yeah. So, and, and, and again, for me, it filled, it definitely, and first of all, they're asking, will it run Outlook and Word? Absolutely. There's no question about mm-hmm. it. Um, but for me, it filled, it filled the, the purpose. Number one, I was going to go out and spend $200, maybe 229 on a monitor. Okay, so that yeah. I could see, so that I could see Skype on an old Pentium two computer. That that when I turned it on after fifty minutes in the studio, the fan has risen the temp, has increased the temperature by you know twenty five degrees in here. Mm-hmm. You've been in here, you know that. Oh yeah, it gets warm. So so the, the, basically, I no longer need that old um, system. And uh, and so it basically, it, it's got Skype. It, it runs it beautifully. And uh, how much RAM is one gig of RAM? It's a 900 megahertz processor, which is pretty slow. But for running Skype, it works great. Um, I really, really like it. So, so, so there, for somebody who, that, that's a perfect kind of discussion uh, thing there. This is where, for what I needed... This is the perfect computer. There's no way I'm going to go out and buy a Mac Mini just for Skype. And yes, Eric, no. you, you can Skype in right now. Um, just send me a chat message via Skype, and I'll I'll invite you to the conference. 
I personally think the 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 and we've talked about this that the the Mac Mini is about two hundred dollars overpriced. Yeah, yeah. So I'm waiting for Eric Fisher, and then we'll after Eric will uh, actually I see Eric here. So let me just invite him to the conference. This will give me the ability to see whether or not oh I can control his voice or his audio. <laughs> this is cool. Hey, wait a second. All right. Oh, no, I can't. So it's the conference I can control. Are you there, Eric, yet? Yes. Okay. So which, which, what's on your mind, sir? Um, you can hear me okay? I can hear you oh, great. Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because you know me right now, I'm all about just wanting to have, you know, an iPod Touch or because I'm not going to go the iPhone route, iPhone route yet, but with today's developments, obviously, that's in my future. But, uh, yeah, the iPhone apps, I just wish I could run them on my Mac or something in emulation because otherwise that little laptop there for the same price point, essentially, <laughs> is, you know, exactly what I would want to have, you know? That would be pretty cool. You just hack it, put OS ten on it, and then run those apps. That would be pretty sweet if someone came out with some kind of emulator that did that. That would that would be huh. cool if they had an iPhone em- emulator. Now, I they there's some from what I understand. If you jailbreak, there is an application that allows you to do that on the Mac. To to, but it, but it's but I think you have to still have to have the iPhone though. Yeah, and at that point, it's like yeah, why? you've already got it exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think they're going to come out with it, though, Eric. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, it's still, for me then, for, since you guys both have iPhones, for me then, it's still probably I would have to go with the touch over that uh, netbook. But it yeah. is a great deal. Yeah, it, it was a great deal. And, if, and uh, like I said, when it when you come down to it and it's it's $50, actually, it wasn't even $50, man. It's $249. It would have cost me $229 for a decent monitor. And so now I have this thing. And if I wanted to... You know, by golly, if I do go mobiling, I usually don't do a lot of emailing, but by golly, I could take it just for uh, video Skype chatting. You know, if I was on a vacation and I want to take something with us to video Skype uh, conference with the kids while they're back at home. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, heck yeah, it's, it's a nice little machine. But uh, yeah, and and unfortunately, Apple doesn't have anything like this, at, and, and definitely within that price point. But I don't think they care. You know, I I really don't think that they care to. Yeah, not not at least not yet. I'd still love to. I mean, there was the the whole rumor of a you know, iPod Touch tablet maxi whatever <laughs> thing. I don't know what that is, but it'd be cool. But it'd, it'd be pricey. <laughs> No doubt. You know what? I I think a year from now we're gonna we're gonna see iPhones on other carriers, and then it'll all be good. Because yeah. right now AT and T doesn't have you know. There's no. They're like you know. You want an iPhone? Forget it. You're just gonna play by our rules. You have no other choice. Yeah. But and the, as soon as as soon as Apple releases that, then AT and gonna go. Oh. Yeah. Well, what they said they signed a five year deal with them, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. So I mean, you have I, you have to wait and you got to figure they still got three more years. Eh, Steve could get out of it if he wants to. I don't think so. Magic. I don't think so. Eldimo says I do have a question for you, uh, or you can answer this on the boards. You said about using a PC for audio. I was wondering if I had, if you had a look at Logic Express on the Mac. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I I said the same thing to Cliff until he showed me a uh, a copy of Adobe Audition, and it, you can't touch Adobe Audition. It's pretty it's pretty awesome. Yep. 
There, there's just, there's just no way. And I, and I have looked at because I've had other people who said, "Oh, Cliff, you, you don't understand. Let me show you this." And I was like, "Okay, well, let me show you mine, and you tell me how I can process a podcast in seven minutes and have it go from sounding like this to this." And they said, "No, I can't do that." And I'm okay. That's all I wanted to know. Yeah, it, Adobe it, Audition's pretty awesome. If they brought it to the app, or if they brought it to Apple, then it'd be one thing. But yep. at this point. They have no plans to do that, sadly. Yeah, yeah. Apple's just buy Adobe. They should. They they got the cash. <laughs> oh, dude, they've got what, like twenty four billion, twenty six billion in cash. It's way more than than you know. Way more than Adobe's uh, market cap. So. Well, hey, uh, it is. We're right. We're right at an hour now, and um, I did want to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and leave this in the actual recording of the show. Although those who have heard this. Uh, via the podcast, it's too late for them to join us at at nine o'clock this evening Eastern time. Uh, but it's a great way for them to understand. Hey, go to here. I think is are we Heroes Fan Podcast dot com? Let me just check real quick. I think it is Heroes Fan Podcast dot com. Takes you to our category for heroes on our site. Yep, that's it. So anyway, uh, for those of you listening via the the actual recorded podcast. I do want to let you know um, you want to stay subscribed to that or get subscribed to that podcast so that you can hear the interview that we are about to record in under one hour from now. And uh, Chris, I see that you have to roll. And uh, do you need to drop out right now? I'm, okay, very cool. Uh, so go ahead and just uh, disconnect there. Uh, and Eric, I don't know if you saw this or not, but anyway, it, at 9 o'clock Eastern time tonight... I am interviewing Bria Grant from uh, Heroes. She played Daphne on Heroes. And I will be recording that our live here in the studio and have uh, streaming availability. She's going to be in on the pho- studio line and the phone here on the phone here. Uh, I will take, if anybody's interested, I will take um, Skyped in calls and questions. So anyway, Eric, are you still on the line? No, everybody dropped off the line. Well, anyway, folks, I, I, I saw that somebody else says, uh, can I take another question or something like that? Um, c- can I call you with the P- can I call in with the PC question? Try next week. Um, uh, anonymous 8030 in the chat room. Uh, we're we're running over time now, so I do apologize. Anyway, folks, um, I'm going to go ahead and put this out on the free feed for help. I got a Mac and just want to let you know. Uh, this is what I do for a full-time uh, career, and if you guys enjoy this content and you like what you hear here, we're here every single week, Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. If you want to help support this content, please consider becoming a gspn.tv plus member. You can learn about that over at gspn.tv slash plus, gspn.tv slash plus. Anyway, folks, that's all we have for this evening. We'll be back next week. And uh, be sure to call in your Mac questions. You can call in directly 859-795-4067 or toll-free 800-757-1158. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.